0: welcome to the huntington helps podcast my name is anne huntington and I'm the president and board member at Huntington Learning Center. Today is a very special day because we have with us a Huntington expert, Marielle Carroll. She is a corporate trainer and she has tremendous experience in the center as a managing director. And her fun fact is that back in the day, she was an actual Huntington Learning Center student. Welcome, Marielle.
1: Thanks, Anne, that is right. Everyone loves to bring it up. When I was a student in high school, specifically ninth grade, my guidance counselor actually recognized that I was struggling. She knew that the rest of high school, especially prepping for the SAT or the ACT, was going to be challenging for me. So she recommended to my parents that I get some help. They ended up calling Huntington Learning Center, and the rest is history.
0: And now here we are today. Now your daughter's a little young for SAT or ACT. Uh, she's one, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but she may be going to Huntington in her future. Now, today, the episode really is talking about that checklist for the dreaded SAT or ACT, but let's change that around, and let's change it from dreaded to the exciting SAT and ACT. So we're going to be looking at how to prepare for the SAT and ACT from a practical point of view, i.e., show up, pencil, watch, all that type of stuff. Now, I gave it away a teeny teeny bit but what can you do what can your child do to be prepared on the actual test day we know that this is a stressful topic potentially stressful for both the students the parents the schools but it truly doesn't have to be we're going to cover a bunch of things here today so let's get into these top
1: tips for the big exam day what's your first tip Marielle? it's important not only to know subject matter but to also understand the process leading up to test day, on the test day, and also what happens after test day.
0: That's a really good point. I would gather that most students and parents don't have a good understanding
1: of the whole process, and it would benefit them to know these steps. Definitely. Preparation really, though, should begin weeks prior to the test. So we at Huntington recommend that students take the PSAT to provide a baseline understanding of their scores and their level. This allows us, as well as the students and parents, to get an idea of opportunities and strengths to help devise a plan and a course of action. Now, we touched on this already, but it's definitely worth diving deeper into. If a student wants to earn their best possible score, they should enroll in a test prep program maybe six to eight weeks prior to the test. Now, depending on how much help they need, maybe a little bit more time than that. But a full program in reality can have a huge impact on a student's increasing their score. Let's
0: peel back this onion a little bit. Can you explain what the PSAT is when a student takes it for our audience?
1: Sure, PSAT is a practice SAT, but it is a test that is very similar to the SAT. It's a little bit shorter and it's worth a little bit less points than your typical 1600 on the SAT. Students do need to take it their junior year, and it's available in the fall. They have an opportunity, though, in the fall of their sophomore year to take it as well, almost as that practice PSAT. But a lot of schools in a lot of areas throughout the country do actually offer students additional practice, additional opportunities to take that PSAT as early as middle school. And what that allows the students to do is to get a good handle on their test experience, not just the score, but also, what they felt like on test day. For some students, they think that that test is great, and then they go for the SAT. Others, they felt like they had some difficulty and want to actually try a different test to help them get into college, and those are the students who look more towards the ACT. Either way, it gives them that baseline, that understanding of this is what test day is going to feel like. This is what my score may look like if I don't get any help. And that is where that preparation comes into play because that is the baseline in order to help students achieve the goals that they have and achieve these schools that they're looking to get into.
0: Thank you for sharing that. And it is important to be able to have that baseline and then create a roadmap. Now, as you said, if the student may want to take the ACT, then they can go to a test prep provider and take practice tests, be it SAT or ACT. But at least you're feeling prepared and you may need six weeks, you may need eight weeks, you may need even more. Uh, So it also depends on what time it is. I mean, if you're in your fall of your senior year, you have a little less time than if you're in your fall of your junior year. But that's really great advice, Marielle. Is there anything a student should do on the
1: big test day? Absolutely. More than anything else prior to the big test day is getting a good night's sleep. It sounds so basic, but the reality of it is is that students need to be prepared And that means that they should be at home at a reasonable time, getting themselves ready for bed, making sure they have everything that they need for test day. This will eliminate scrambling at the last minute. Students do not need to be stressed in the morning looking for something as simple as a pencil. On the test day, it is mandatory that students bring their unexpired government IDs and their admissions tickets, which they should have received when they registered. This is crucial for getting into the testing room. They also need to make sure they have number two pencils and a calculator that they have practiced using. Eating a healthy breakfast as well is key. There is nothing more distracting than a rumbling tummy and it is not going to help you focus on that test day. And last but not least, punctuality. When it comes to being on time, you need to ensure that you are there not just at the time that you have to be there but before. Map out the testing location prior to the day of the test, and be mindful, too, that you may be taking this test at a school that's not your typical school, so it may take longer. You should practice, either as the student or the parent, getting to the location prior to the big test day. Again, this eliminates stress that may arise when it comes to getting lost, which you really, really want to avoid. It's true, and it
0: may even be best for the parent to drive, or if the student is in an urban area, mapping out the subway, or if buses are the means of transportation in your community, understand the bus route. And as you said, being there early, remember, you have to register, you have to show your ID, so it's important to really add on extra time to get there in the morning. And the key is, this may sound silly, But you need to register. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first step. There really are so many different things a student has to be concerned with, which really can add extra stress. Um, You would think that they would just be concerned with the test questions, but it's so much more than just
1: showing up. Exactly. And they need to be aware of all aspects of the test, before, during, as well as after, not just the test itself.
0: Well. For those students and for those families going through SAT and ACT, I hope that this checklist does help. Marielle, anything else you want to add for this checklist?
1: Yes, it is so important to think about the following items. A student should bring their own watch. You don't want to have to rely on the clock in the testing room or the proctor. What happens if the batteries die in the clock on the wall? What about tissues? You never know when they're going to be needed and you don't want to have to try to find them or ask for them, which will take the focus away from your test as well as the test takers around you. And last, we all know that hydrating helps with everything. Bring a refillable water bottle, but be mindful that you can't stop and take a drink during the actual test, but you can do so on breaks.
0: You know, with that, with watches, you know, we have so many smart watches today. Would you recommend the students... Wear a basic
1: watch. Absolutely. Two things that we actually have in our day-to-day activities in our day-to-day life that are not allowed on test day, whether it's SAT or ACT, are smart watches, as well as those calculators that you can store a lot of information in. Students need to have a basic scientific calculator and they need to have a regular analog watch that just ensures that you are gonna be ready and prepared and have the tools that you need. So plan ahead. Read the directions when you are planning to take the SAT or ACT.
0: That's really good advice, Marielle. And these are our tips that we see. You know, we've been doing this for many, many decades. But when you're registering, also look at the actual official websites to make sure that everything is in order. So there you have it, top tips to do well on the big test day. Marielle, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Anne.
0: To everyone who's listening, happy testing. If you have any questions about your child's education that you'd like us to answer, reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. You can find the links in the podcast description. Thanks for listening to Huntington Helps. We'll talk to you next time.